everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Motivation Suite, your dedicated source for all things motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. And I, of course, are your host, April, and I am so glad that you are here tuning in into another episode. Now, if you recall in our last episode, we talked about friendships and acquaintanceships, and that was actually part of the relationship series. So if you haven't had an opportunity to take a listen into that episode, which was episode number 29, I highly recommend that you do. And of course, while you're at it, if you haven't already had a chance, go ahead and check out the rest of the series for the relationship area as well. We also have one on communication series on the podcast, so make sure you take a listen to that as well. Um, I do hope that that is information that you will find not only maybe enjoyable to listen to and reflective, but also helpful for whatever you are currently going through or assessing how you want to handle things in the future. And of course, I am so excited because you guessed it, today we are starting a new series. That's right, a new series on the podcast, and I cannot be any happier. (laughs) So the new series that is going to be starting, which we'll see how it goes for how often I will pop in a uh, episode into the podcast, but hopefully it will be very often. So, you know, you make sure you leave your comments for that particular area of information that you may have um, in the area that we're going to be discussing and any kind of commentary just about, you know, any relatable uh, experiences you would like to share as well. So without further ado, the actual name of the next series is A Simple Chat Amongst Friends. And I am so excited. And let me tell you, I mean, thrilled to pieces that my first guest for this particular uh, venture of a series for the podcast is the one and only Miss Bridget. She is one of my dearest and closest friends from childhood. And I'm just so excited for this full circle moment that we are having today. (laughs) So without further ado, drum roll, please. Can I have everyone in the community, please give a warm virtual welcome to one of my dearest friends, Bridget. Yay, Bridget. (laughs) How are you? I am doing great. Just popping in to have a little chit chat with you. Oh, yes. And we are so excited for this. I mean, my goodness, this is, oh, if only the community could only know just how special this moment is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you know, this is one of the things that is so interesting on the podcast that I have shared um, in different topic areas, talking about communications and relationships. And you know, you just never know the type of individuals you will have in your life. And you just have to be so thankful for the wonderful spirits that do come into your life because you just never know how long a relationship with someone will last. And you, my dear, are probably one of my longest, if not the longest active relationship I think I have other than for my mother. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, you know, there has been a particular area that I think we've all been touched with, um, whether we want to admit it or not, um, really prompting because of the unfortunate events of last year that still are, you know, being reflective into this year as well. And everybody's just trying to find some place to 
like I like to say, rest and restore. And uh, one of those areas that I think that is just so, um, I don't know, something that we just haven't really always taken notice of or felt that, you know, guilty if we needed to do it or said the words out loud was self-care. Now, I would say, you know, between the both of us, look, we are no strangers to hard work. You know, we're no strangers to families that we are committed to and will do anything for and all of those wonderful things, right? I mean, we are full in as friends or family members, whatever, you know, if we deem that you are someone that is supposed to be in our circle, we're going to be there for you, right? 100%. That's 100%. it. <laughs> so Sometimes 150. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. So I'm just, you know, wondering, with that being said, what are your ideas or your thoughts in regards to self-care? Like, is that something that you feel is, is something that you come at doing easily or do you find difficulty in your day-to-day -day life in finding those times to specify for just you? To be honest with you, I am absolutely horrible at self-care. <laughs> the type of person that I am, I am a fixer. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my cares and concerns are on other people. And when you stop and realize it, uh, especially when you realize your energy level has depleted. Mm -hmm. You look around and you realize that you've exerted a lot of your time and energy and efforts to putting it into someone else and not yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've discovered just, you know, with us, you know, talking and uh, bringing up this particular topic, I realized that I am absolutely horrible. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not put myself first. Right. And in doing that, it takes that much more effort because you almost feel guilty yes. when you kind of put forth the effort towards yourself and mm -hmm. someone is asking you to help and then you realize it's like you know what they're going to still be okay if you don't do that if you say no mm -hmm. they're going to still be okay because they're going to either find someone else to do it or they're going to do it themselves right so when you start putting yourself first you know, you're going to have that guilty conscious, kind of like that little, you know, that little devil on your shoulder saying, mm -hmm. hey, you know, you should really help because you can help. Mm -hmm. But that's not, it's not so much about you and what you can do. It's the fact of, do you need to? Right. You know, right. because the fact that at the end of the day, are they going to do the same thing for you? Mm. And some of them will. Right. But to the extent of which you go, what you know, you, you take it. You know, you may take it 10 steps further than they would probably take it. Yes, yes. And you realize that they have chosen themselves first, but you keep choosing them. Mm. So at the end of the day, you have to always choose yourself. Yeah. You know, it's okay for you to, to be selfish, as some people may say, but it's not being selfish. It's just taking care of you because you, you can't take care of anyone else truly mm. until you take care of yourself. Mm. Preach, 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 preach. So I have realized I am horrible at taking yeah. care of myself. You know, absolutely mm. horrible. Right. So now what am I going to do about it? That's another thing. Because mm -hmm. I've been doing it for so long that it's like, now it's like, okay, well, what do I like 
to do? What, you know, what do I need to do to take off some of this stress in my life? Right. And then it, it, you have to sit down really and start, start analyzing what it is that you need. Mm. You know, what do you need to give yourself? Because mm-hmm. nobody else is going to give it to you. Absolutely. That is so true. Do you find that to be the same thing with you? I do. do. I do. Can you balance it out a little bit? Yeah, I I actually do. And there's a lot of good points there that you were sharing. You know, some of the areas, first and foremost, is sometimes the level of how much we do what we do for others. And you're right. You know, everybody has a certain level of threshold for how much they participate in someone's life and how much they do to help and assist wherever they need to. And sometimes it can be a very slippery slope. You know, sometimes you can start off doing something or helping in an area of something else. And the next thing you know, you're doing like literally halfway planning somebody's life and not even realizing how did I get to that point, you know? And then you're also dealing with the elements of, yeah, if I was to put this much effort into a particular um, service or some type of assistance, would that person be doing the same for me? And I think that... You know, it's interesting when you're talking about that particular element, because I don't think many people really think about that. And it's not selfish to think about that. On the flip, you know, on the on the flip side, though, do you do things for the purpose of expecting something back in return? You know, absolutely not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, my heart is just that, you know, it's that big. Exactly. I I am selfish. I do have moments that I'm selfish, but Mm -hmm. the majority of the time. If I, like you said, if you're in my circle or if I simply can just help you, yes, I will do that. Mm-hmm. I will go out of my way to do that. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that you have now sometimes I have that takeover mentality also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, well, I don't say mentality, personality <laughs> right. that I do take over. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes the people who ask you to help them, mm-hmm. they know that about you. Yes. So they step back. And then mm. next thing you know, you're given that 100 or 150%. And they have given you absolutely nothing because they know before they ask you mm. your personality. Mm. And they knew you were going to do exactly what they what you ended up doing. You know you're my soul sister, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just take the words right out of my thoughts. <laughs> this is why you and I are friends. This is why. This is why you and I are friends. Yes. Yes, because I'm feeling everything you are saying. And it's so true. It really is, you know, that, you know, and that being another point of that, you know, a lot of times, especially when the scenario of family or close friends is where I find that you find that element, because sometimes they're going to know the most about you, the best of you, or what may seem to be the most challenging of you. Because I never want to say the worst of you, because, you know, at the end of the day, that's relative, you know, Um, there are some things that are the worst and there's just things that may get overblown or overcharacterized as something that really isn't. So we're just going to say maybe that some of the challenges you may or may not even have, because there's another little bit of a pivot there, right? Because these may be challenges they think you may have, but not really challenges that you actually have. And what I mean by that is when you are dealing with individuals who you are giving so much of yourself to that have a very close, um, close scenario of who you are as a person or who they think you are as a person, you know, sometimes they may lean a little bit like, you know, I know what buttons I can push. I know what, you know, kind of cords I can pull at. Um, And not everyone is that way, but I think that, you know, a lot of us can say, yeah, we may know someone like that and have experienced that maybe going through it right now, 
you know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, so and I think that a lot. Of, I think I think it's, I think a lot of people too with 2020, they've had to deal more so with family. Yes, because they were in more, you know, they're in more closed in areas because a lot of people were quarantined. Mm. You know, so a lot of people had to jobs were you know shut down, and we dealt with. Now people are having to deal with their children more, mm-hmm. having to deal with their spouse more, they're having to deal with maybe their siblings more, mm-hmm. their parents more. You know, a lot of that can it also too I think it boiled over for a lot of people. Yes. Because their the their outlet was also shut down. A lot of people who would you know, had, they possibly had hobbies or they had interests, that was had to be put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that now, you know, things were shutting down and you had to rely on family or friends yes you know more so than we've ever had to mm-hmm. you know because the fact like i said that pandemic occurred yeah but at the end of the day still it was people still i think that they realized more so that you have to really take care of yourself yes because all of this pressure all of this stress that you're putting upon you you're going to crack after a while absolutely absolutely but it's you know it it still goes back to the fact of some people still you just i think some people think that you're like a like you're like that engine that could you Mm -hmm. know it's like you're chugging along you're still going though but your energy level is so low Mm -hmm. that it's like i need you to take some of this off of me yes you know and then but they don't see it because they're so used to you doing it Mm -hmm. that they that that little even that little puff of smoke that's coming out every blue moon they're still trying to even get that out you Mm -hmm. so you really have to realize and i think some people possibly have maybe not I know with me I still worked through the whole pandemic and you still kept going but yes it, it comes to a point where you have to you have to choose you absolutely and so in that right and so I'm thinking in that arena we're talking about setting certain boundaries and yes. you know doing that is not necessarily an easy thing you know sometimes you may have someone take no I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do how am I supposed to do that you know they need this 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 and I have the ability to do this 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 how can I say no or how can I modify you know all these things and I think the best thing that you can do is well you have to look at how much you really truly are in taking for yourself and so you need to know an idea of what your limits are and you have to find that in a way where you're taking assessments and and actually getting more of an insight of you you know when it is really part of the old adage if you know who you are as a person at any turn then it's always going to be much easier to walk into certain scenarios and also if you're walking into a scenario that may start off a certain way and then kind of gets uh, bigger and bigger as time goes on, you'll start to have those little triggers inside you says, oh, wait a minute now, let's stop, regroup, recess, let's really look, can we do X, Y, and Z? And I think that's where sometimes we may fall into the kind of abyss of making the assessments of when we are supposed to step out of a situation when we need to and feeling okay and not guilty about it. And I say this, right, you know, and I say this with the fact that it doesn't mean that this is an easy thing, you know, some people, right, you know, some people um, may be able to do it easier than others. I know a lot of people who are very good at cutting off. (laughs) Oh, I know them. I wish I had that that mechanism to be able to cut people off. What you were saying, though, is sometimes those lines are so blurred Mm -hmm. because over the years it's become blurred. Mm -hmm. You've done so much that that line is, you know, it's not as... 
as easy as, okay, this is where I stop. Mm-hmm. You can set a boundary, but there are certain people in your life that you just, it's hard for you to say no to. Yes, yes. And they know that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And yes. they know that. So those, I think those are like some of the, like you said, the difficult areas or boundaries that you have to try to cut off. And it's like, I think it just boils down sometimes to, you have to just continuously choose you. Yes. Continuously choose you. Yes. You know, because your mental state can go, mm. oh my God, it can go haywire mm-hmm. if you just keep giving, 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 giving. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you're built up with a well of whatever that may be. You have a well of energy a well of inspiration, a well of whatever it is, motivation, focus, those things will wane if you're not fortifying yourself with things to help keep those levels up. Exactly. You know, you cannot get yourself to a point of total depletion and expect that you're going to keep running at the same cylinder you were a month ago, a year ago, if you're not taking the time to take care of yourself. And sometimes you have to use that oh so dreaded word, not so dreaded word, no. No. <laughs> now you can say it as nice as you want no. to. <laughs> you can say it as, exactly. and you can, say, you it as, can say it with much attitude. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Yes. And it can be very firm. <laughs> yes. Right. We can do whatever you need. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can give you what you want. You Yes, absolutely. And you know, another thing that I, I feel that people take too much more to heart, which is so interesting because you know, you'll lay down your entire life for a situation, right? And I and look, I'm guilty of it too, right? So this is not coming from a place of non-experience. <laughs> but you know, you'll lay down your life at the moment's notice for everything and anything, but yet you'll sit there and think, oh my gosh, when it's time to talk about self-care, oh, I don't know how to do that. I don't think I have the time for that. I don't have the energy for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And when you think about that, it just seems so like, wow, why we don't focus enough more on the proactives so we can stop being in the reactives, you know, and, you know, and it's okay. And I know sometimes, you know, especially when it comes to family members and friends, you know, this is obviously where you're going to probably feel this the most people that you truly do care about people that um have maybe done for you at some point in life which doesn't mean that you are forever beholden to them in in a way that means that you lay down your entire life everybody is responsible for their decision making and you know sometimes it can go right sometimes it can go wrong you know but you know making sure that you know you understand or they understand (laughs) as well that that you know there is always some kind of sense of accountability whether you want to believe it or not, you know? And so this notion of that, we have to make such um, great demands and great focus on, oh my gosh, this thing of self-care, but yet we forget that you're exerting so much more energy in the other area than you are doing this bit of proactive work and whatever that looks like for you, because for everyone, it is different. You know, so it's just interesting when we talk about the concept of self-care and, and you know, and look, it's it, this is a buzzword right now, right? It's a buzz phrase, but it's always been there, you know, under the surface. 
And, uh, you know, I just wonder sometimes if we would just take that same energy that we put to everything else and focus it more on ourselves without guilt. <laughs> that, that is the main problem. Though. Yeah. That, that, the guilt is that what guilt. stops you from doing that sometimes. And it, you know, we got, yeah. And then, okay. So now let's just talk about that. Let's talk about that guilt. Where's that guilt coming from? What, what, what are some reasons why we should be feeling that kind of guilt? You know, how, I think sometimes it's your family that puts that guilt on you. I think it's your family because I can tell my friends, no, it's the family sometimes that it's like, you should do because you are X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you should because they did. You should because they did. Right. And I'm like, okay, but I couldn't. You know, so yeah. that was your responsibility. Ha- you were supposed to take care of me. Hello. I mean, you know, accountability. I mean, you know, there are some decisions that I was not able to be a part of in the decision of, you know, <laughs> the existence that was done for me. Right, very different or have scenario. Some type of like, you know, dementia yes. or um, mm-hmm. physical, you know, uh, disability of some sort. We're not talking about them. Absolutely. We're talking about some of them capable. Oh yeah. yes, very capable. You know, <laughs> yeah. They just, you know, that remote control is on that coffee table. Uh huh. Capable of reaching it, it's so much easier for them to call you. <laughs> you know? Not the remote control scenario. <laughs> Yes. And that scenario still pops up. It's, it's not. It's, of course, it's not going to be that. It's just a metaphor. But I'm absolutely, saying, yeah. It's kind of similar to that same situation. Where it it's is. Like you're capable of doing it, but mm-hmm. you don't always choose to do it because you have someone else that you know can. Oh yes. Oh yes. And do you think that when you find yourself in that scenario, that the individual who, let's say, is partaking in the receiving of those said services and help. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that they look at the individual as a strong sense of individual and feel like there's this element of, well, I know that they can take care of things. So therefore I feel comfortable in that. And so it just becomes a necessity. Do you think that that's an element that's think, part of it? I think that that could possibly be part of it. Cause mm-hmm. keep in mind, you were raised by them. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what you're capable of doing. Mm. You know, I just think sometimes it goes back to possibly, never seen your children as adults oh yes you know, just constantly seeing them as children absolutely and believe you me you're always going to be your parents child mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? no matter what age you are mm-hmm. you know that's always going to be seen by them but i think i think that's kind of where you're always going to be at times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah they know you're very capable mm-hmm. of doing other stuff mm-hmm. but this is what you're going to do too yeah and then, you know, and also taking that just a slight step pivot, but not too far into that domain because it's going to get uh, a little, could get a little messier in that domain, but also taking that and knowing that, yeah, I do know you're capable of doing this and therefore, I, but I may not always share with you how I feel. 
And so, or I may say the opposite. And now that's a whole nother dynamic, right? Because that the, the, the toxic, the <laughs> let's just call it what it is. I'm looking at the toxic. <laughs> And yes, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. that could be in every element, friends, family, relationship of any type. Yes. It could be co-workers. Any type. Yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. It could be co-workers that are slacking in their jobs yeah. and they're looking at you because they know that, hey, let's partner up with you because we know you're going to make sure that it gets done mm-hmm. at any cost because you don't want that, you know, that stigma, that bad stigma on mm. Mm. You know, so it works for coworkers too. Mm. And it's about that you know? guilt. It's about that guilt. Do you feel that sometimes people can see you in a way that you may not see yourself when it comes to that? You know, where you always. they can see I that always. open heart type of feeling. And unfortunately, you know, it's upon us to have to, or for the individual that's actually, you know, doing the giving, to understand that others can sometimes see things in you that you may not know that they can see. But you know what? Sometimes, yes, they can do that. But that's also too. I think a lot of times when people see, so when people see the the kindness that you are, which is probably what you are the majority of the time. Yeah. But they, but what they fail to understand is there's also layers to you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it can take some people. It doesn't take long for them to see the layers. Mm. They can see the layers in one conversation if you push the right button. Right. But some people, I think, at that point when they try to like you just say use the situation to their advantage mm-hmm. i think they're taking kindness for weakness yes and you yes. should never underestimate someone who's being nice to you or yes. going out of their way to make sure that you're okay mm-hmm. or trying to help you with your, your situation regardless if you asked or not because that's another thing too i have i think sometimes people have a tendency to um never to ask mm. but to put the situation present the situation mm-hmm. to you yes as if to say this is my problem mm-hmm. knowing that you are a fixer yes oh i'm going through this tell it you know never to ask yes i'm going through this yes you yourself be like well you know what i can help you with that oh absolutely <laughs> and they're like oh can you really <laughs> i'm not Hello, hello. And you know what? Honestly, if you see my strength, recognize my strength. Yes. You know, because. Don't use it to your advantage. Hello, because eventually that's going to come back on you because we're going to wake up, right? Yes. No. I'm not your fool. Yes. I will help you. Yes. The way I see it is, I don't do things recognition of yes say, oh and god's gonna bless me right the fact that i did all this stuff you right know, i do it because that's just who i am exactly you know i don't look for that that instant payback I don't yes look for, yes um oh well because like people all the time they'll they'll say stuff like you know well even just something simple mm-hmm. you know um with my job mm-hmm. i will go out of my way like i normally do mm-hmm. and they'll be like this is new mm you know, I thank you for just being nice. Mm. And it's so sad because it's like, wow, I'm being thanked for my personality. Mm. Interesting. For how I was raised. Interesting. 
Yeah. You know, but it's, you know, and that's, I think that's the part that people sometimes take for granted. Yeah. You know, but the right people will not take that for granted. Absolutely. You know, someone who can appreciate that and realize that, you know what, not everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. That you are genuine in the self, in the, in the sense of you actually are wanting to help. Mm-hmm. You're not looking for anything in return. Mm-hmm. You know, you just simply want to help. If you can help, you help. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of people in the world that are like that, mm-hmm. but you have just that handful that's like sprinkled <laughs> around. <laughs> that, you know what? Like the can... unwanted additive. Huh? <laughs> yes. Like, you're like, you know what? Something's not right. I don't know what's going on with this, but it tastes different. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't like it. Right. That's them. That's that bitter taste is in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... You know, you have to always be self. You you can be self aware of what needs to happen, but mm-hmm. the type of person that you are, you're still constantly trying to, you know, to help someone to fix something. It's usually never you who gets fixed. Mm. You're always the one, the last one to get fixed. That's why they always say sometimes the caretaker is the one that goes first. Yeah. Because they're so busy trying to take care of the person that's sick because you th- you know that initially they are the ones with the need. Preach. But deep down you are the one. Preach. Who's always been in need. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times people can fail to see that and you, we see sometimes fail to see that in ourselves. And you know it, it, there's always an element that you know sometimes you can kind of overestimate how much you may have and give because you internally are a good person, right? I think that for the most part, people want to do good. You know, they yes. want to do the right thing. Yes. Um, yes, we definitely have that percentage that doesn't. <laughs> and we'll just leave it there. <laughs> but, you know, and that can be for many different reasons. But, you know, but we definitely have, you know, I think a, a more average leaning towards people want to do the right thing and and be seen in a way that they are kind to be seen in that way and i think it is so important um that you can keep that part of you because i think humbleness is a wonderful attribute to have um not humbleness to a fault in a sense that you are now allowing yourself to be taken disadvantage of because there's nowhere in the book that says that that's what you're supposed to do you know i think you've got to keep yourself opened and understand the listening elements of what people are actually saying be very very on point the sense of really recognizing those cues whether it be verbal or nonverbal. um you know obviously verbal cues are much more direct in a lot more ways but those nonverbals, you got to watch the demeanor and then you know really sometimes look at what is the history of that relationship with that person you know, uh, you're absolutely right. You yes, know, because there is gonna, and if you're not sure about it, believe you me, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be long before you recognize. Absolutely, it. absolutely. Because it's gonna be a consistent pattern. And it's gonna be very quickly, especially when they realize that they can get anything out of you. Yes, they're going to start really asking. And yes. it's not going to take long no. for you for you to spot a user. No, it really isn't. And, you know, and I, I feel so bad for those who have a hard time, who may be a little bit more naive to that effect, or maybe just think that, well, everybody's going to be a good person. And, and just the unfortunate fact of that, no, everybody is not a good person. And even those who are close to you may not always be the best <laughs> behaved individuals you think they are, mm-hmm. um, even those who, you know, raise you. Or not, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, because we're all humans. Too, 
Mm-hmm. And I think too that sometimes that comes with um, with age too. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I think that I know that when I was a lot younger, it was you know it was you the way that I was raised. Your parents do rear you to stay away from certain types of people. Mm-hmm. You know, so that they, that you don't experience certain things. And I think sometimes that can be an advantage or a disadvantage mm-hmm. because when you go into the world, there is no one. There's no, as they say, there's no buffer mm-hmm. to determine the ones that you should talk to, should not talk to, should associate with, should not associate yourself with. Mm-hmm. So, but you learn, you know what I'm saying? You will learn in time, um, and hopefully you don't have too many scars because of it. You will learn in time to choose you. Yes. You know? And, but it's like I said, once again, if that's your personality, that's who you are, mm-hmm. you know, you still bounce off, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, family and friends, they know that this is how you are, mm-hmm. you know, and not to say that all of them are using you right. I mean, sometimes too, which is they just, the advantage, they just, they still can take advantage yes. of knowing that you will help. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. And then use it to their advantage. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. That that is but like definitely. I, said, I don't think that a lot of. Well, I'm not saying that a lot of family and friends do that, mm-hmm. but there are some that can do that. And when you recognize that pattern, you know, which you've actually set for them, you mm-hmm. allow them to continuously do this, and it be okay. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes too, maybe they don't realize. That they've been doing this, that they lean on you way more than they should, mm-hmm. because you always allowed them to lean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes they're thrown back, and it's an adjustment, just like it's an adjustment for you. Mm-hmm. It's an adjustment for them to realize, okay, she's not allowing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me. I now need to take back what I need to do for myself, and I need to do it because mm-hmm. she's not going to do it. Right. That is so true. You know, but it's an adjustment for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're you're choosing you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think so. one thing that is something important to remember is it's okay to take inventory of the people that oh, are around you, you know, and that are in your circle, no matter who it is. And yeah. I think it's okay to go there. You know, this doesn't mean that you're, you know, screaming like a banshee or, you know, acting a complete and utter fool of yourself because of any scenario. It just means taking that special time to yourself to start to kind of look at and really observe what is happening. And I know sometimes, you know, we we don't really want to deal with reality of things because it can become very hurtful to have to do that. But I promise you, when you kind of get to the point of, well, not kind of, right? When you get to the point of assessing your scenario by inventory taking of the people around you, you are going to be better for it. Because that, in that essence, you are putting yourself first. Because at the end of the day, nobody, and I do mean nobody, is going to care enough about you as you would care about you. Right? right? You know, at the end of the day. Now, yes, obviously, we have parents and, and caretakers of such that, you know, say they love you to the ends of the earth. And that, that I'm sure that is true. But the responsible element, that responsibility of taking care of you lands with you. You know, this is your body given to you, your spirit given to you, your soul given to you. And you're supposed to be a good steward of that. So taking the time to assess those things, assess uh, the inventory of individuals in your life is okay. And taking a break from individuals is okay. Sometimes you got to put somebody on the shelf. (laughs) 
like, you know what? I'm going to put you right there, and I'm going to come back and visit you in about another month. Yes. We're going to do a 30-day trial. Right. We're put you over there, and I'm going to come back and see you, and we're going to see what if anything has changed. Yeah. Our feelings are different. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but sometimes it has to be that way, even for your own, like I said, your own mental state sometimes. Yeah. The fact that you have to do that inventory. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? But it's, and it's not for everybody, you mm-hmm. know, if you can find the balance, mm-hmm. that's all basically what, you know, what life is, is finding balance, mm. but you still have to put yourself on that list. Yes. Yes. The problem is you're no, you're not even nowhere. Even if you're on the list, you're so far down the list. Mm. You don't even see your name no more. Mm. Mm. You know, yes. that's the problem. That right. list has gotten so long, but you keep going to you at the bottom yes and you keep people keep being added and then it's like you don't even see right you, know, you as you climbing that mountain you don't even see the bottom no more mm-hmm. but that's where you are back there mm-hmm. you know but everybody else like i said they're 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 being they're able to you're helping them to get to where they need to go that goal that they need to reach you help them get to that goal mm-hmm. meanwhile yours is still as you say even with that you just put that that family of friend on the shelf, you don't put your goals on the, on the shelf. Yes. You don't put your health on the shelf. Yes. Meanwhile, you on all types of medications. Yes. You know, you don't know if you're coming or going. Yes. Your anxiety levels are all just out of whack. Yes. You know, and you wonder why you sleeping all the time. Yes. Or not sleeping. <laughs> or not sleeping. Yes. In a lot of people cases, yes, not sleeping. Yes. You know, you're just kind of, you're getting up and you're going to work and you're doing it day to day. So you're like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'll figure it out tomorrow. Okay, well, tomorrow may not come. Mm. Mm. Because of the fact that you didn't, you didn't put everyone before you and now your health has, you know, yeah. been affected. Yeah. Because of it. Yeah. That and is so true. You don't have true. the energy even to do a, a forget a, I'm not even going to say a jumping jack because that would require a lot. You got to do a jump. You can't even do a jump, mm-hmm. let alone jack. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, <laughs> you just, and you wonder, well, what? And that's nothing. Years pass. Mm. And you don't know what's happening in them years. Yeah, that's <laughs> so know. true. Your life just go right by you like a flash. And then next thing you like, what happened? <laughs> And they be like, okay, this was two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Okay. And mm. I, I look like that and I felt like that. Now you can remember what you were doing then. Yeah. And you can't do none of that now. No. No. And that's and that's part of it. You know, when you say about all the things that you kind of put off down the barrel of the list, your sanity sometimes goes along with that. You that's know? Right. Mm. And your patience. And your patience. Oh, I think patience goes away probably one of the first five. <laughs> You know, because we're, you can only withstand but so much. And that's why fortifying yourself with certain things that take time for yourself is so imperative. You know, this is not a situation where I like to say, you know, look, self-care is not a fad. You know, it's, a, no, it's not. it really isn't. It is something that you have to find a place for every day. Not just daily. Right. Every day. Every day. And, you know, if you don't like the world self-care, then use another phrase. Whatever you need to say to yourself to reflect on, I need to take some time for me. And it could be whatever works for you, you know. So when we're looking at these different scenarios that pull us in directions where we are really tapping ourselves out and putting ourselves in a level where we just really don't even exist to what's going on every day. Then how do we look at 
doing a, uh, a pivot, if you will, or, or start to do a turn the corner kind of moment when you find yourself in that situation. You know, like how, how would you go about doing that? What, what, what kind of maybe small steps you can start to take to do that? I think a lot of times because we're so busy in life, I think sometimes you have to schedule it. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. if you are on a, if you're type of person, especially with, you know, how work is, mm -hmm. everything is by appointment. Yes. You know, and it's sad to say that sometimes, but you have to pencil yourself in. Yes. Oh, I love that. You know? I love that. So mm. that's how you start doing it. And I mm. think after a while, then it may become more of a habit. Yes. Yes. So like, I can't remember how long it takes for a habit to form, but you know, that may be how long it's going to take for it to register that this is what you should be doing mm -hmm. now i've heard various yeah. times for that but i think 13 is <laughs> is a number that comes to mind right off the bat that i've heard the most of like you know doing okay. the same thing whatever that scenario is at least 13 times for it to become a habit and not just something you just did you know but yeah definitely a repeated methodology and i love that penciling yourself in and then maybe you can get to the point of inking yourself in Exactly. You know, because you know, the thing about it is, you can always scratch it. But either way, it's whether it's a pencil, a magic marker, or if it's just you know, or if it's anything that that you deem you know something that can be erased or something permanent. Mm -hmm. If you you can still scratch it out, mm -hmm. you have to make that that conscious decision to do it. Mm -hmm. That adjustment, you know, that's right? Like exercise. Yes. You're not alone. But for the most part, you know, you do feel better when you do it. That's the that funny is true. part about it. Yes. When you do it, you feel better. And you're like, what did I, why mm -hmm. haven't I done this before? You're like, why, why am I, well, I say before, because I've exercised before, but I'm just saying, mm -hmm. I don't do it often. So mm -hmm. it's like, and now I don't, these, these years, I haven't done it at all. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. getting up and walking back and forth to your fax machine is not exercise. <laughs> I don't care how you want to slice it, it is not exercise. No. Are you saying we lying to ourselves? <laughs> I'm not saying it's a lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, wink wink. <laughs> in a day getting up in the morning can be an exercise i mean Girl, honestly yes. oh my goodness oh my goodness yes, it is. You know, that is not what they deem adequate exercise mm, yeah yeah Yes. Of what has gone on, trying to process it, and just trying to get your mindset for your next task. Right. You know, at hand, whether you do it in the car, mm -hmm. you know, because some people will do that right before work, especially if you have a stressful job. Yeah. You go in there, you'll, you know, of course you, you know, for some, I don't, you know, it, it depends on who does it, but you will say that prayer before mm -hmm. you go into work. Mm-hmm. And yes. that gets your day started because of the fact that it's like, you know, 
you have to have something, you know, that's going to motivate you, mm-hmm. you know, and you start off with a prayer. You mm. start off, you know what I'm saying, giving thanks. You start mm-hmm. off just praying for your family, friends, mm-hmm. co-workers, you know, whomever, mm-hmm. you know, the situation that maybe had popped off, you know, in the world. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that kind of calms you down when mm-hmm. you can start your day. Yes. You know, and you do the same thing at nighttime. You yeah. have to have that, that, you have to have those points too in the daytime mm-hmm. that you can reflect on, on, you know, what's going on. You have to say constantly take an inventory of how, you know, your feelings mm-hmm. or, you know, just things that are, that may have upset you that day. Right. You know, just trying to find that, that peace, bringing it into like centering it. So that it doesn't overwhelm you, because mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what that—that's what the, how the your stress gets up so high. Yes, you know, and that's part of to me self care too, just making yourself aware mm-hmm. that this is happening. That and also too, it being able to accept things that you can't accept and mm-hmm. let go of the things that you cannot fix. Mm. You have to just learn how to do that. That is sometimes the hardest thing to do. That's serenity prayer. To, yes, it is. You mm-hmm. cannot fix everything, mm-hmm. which is hard for a fixer. Yes. You can't fix everything. And it's not, you're not supposed to fix everything. Right. It's not your job. Right. You know, but once again, put that energy into you. Yes. And I mean, that's that. I mean, those are really, really good points when we talk about how we can start to turn the corner because we here we're on that road now. How do we veer off of it and still keep ourselves intact and still keep moving forward? Because at the end of the day, you must move forward. And sometimes not everybody's going to be along for the journey. So if you find yourself in a scenario where you are being so expended out to individuals, when I say expended, it really should be extended <laughs> out to individuals, you know, and some for those people, you may become expendable but if you are feeling you're doing that at such a great high uh, level then you know you have to be able to start pulling that back because whatever you pull out from you you got to know what are you putting back in to fill that spot and that hole can get bigger and bigger and bigger so you know you there is help in the fact of you having to sit there and take that time to say you know what like the, the example you gave, you know, spending a little bit of time in the car to yourself, peace and quiet, not doing something for somebody um, every five minutes. You know, a lot of people have no problem asking to do stuff. And eventually, sometimes for a lot of those individuals, it becomes very easy as time goes on. Right. Um, you know, and maybe doing things in, in, that you would never even dare to ask, you know, hey, can I get your help on this? You know, so those are really important elements to understand that when you start your way on this path and you know that look i i gotta make a change here then you have to turn that corner and that is those are ways that can help you to do that taking the moment um in a day to be thankful and grateful you know being able to wake up in the morning I'm, and i'm a firm believer of that you know waking up in the morning having yourself somewhat of a ritual that you get up you think of three to five things that you are grateful and thankful for you know and kind of focus yourself on that because that will help you as each task, as you wake up in the morning and start going throughout your day, you'll find yourself becoming much more lighter and much more happier in your day. And that's the only way you're going to be able to keep doing those baby steps to forever, so to speak. You know, um, you don't have to do everything all at one time. Just know that each step and each decision matters for the bigger picture. 
So those You're right, are, yeah. you know. Because think about self care. Self care is just like a diet. Yes. You know, we yeah. get on a diet, and it's like if we we try to do everything all in one day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, and the, the next day you are so exhausted, and you don't want to do nothing. And I don't do so good with diets. You literally, <laughs> yeah, you literally have to. It's not a diet. It's just it's a life change. Absolutely. Basically, what it is. Absolutely. And you have to just do it. You know, in small increments, mm-hmm. you know, until it gets, you know, to the point where, like I said, it becomes then that routine for you. Mm-hmm. But don't try to do it all. Don't try to think that, okay, well, you know, I fell off the wagon this time. You know, I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have did that. And then beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just say, okay, you recognize it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'll do something different. Yeah. There you go. You know, I, you know, I love that. That's what, yeah, that's what happens. We have to. We put so much guilt on ourselves, too, for not doing what we felt like, okay, well, you said you were going to do this, so you need to do that. Yes. You know, you said you're going to take care of yourself, but you keep taking care of others. Mm. It's not going to be fixed in a day. Right. And I can be fixed in a year. Right. You know, because if you've been doing it for all your life, however old you are, it's just, it's in you to do. Yes. You know, so that's just your personality. Mm-hmm. So you do have to just consistently keep, like you said, progressing mm-hmm. in that direction. Mm-hmm. And it will get easier. Mm-hmm. You know, it will get easier. Yes. But it's going to be, you're going to feel a lot of guilt. You may even get some flack about it because of the fact that it's like, oh, well, you're changing. Mm. Well, change is good. Yes. Amen, you know, amen. <laughs> no. I'm not trying to do anything to hurt you. I'm just right. saying that what you what you could ask me for before Right. I mean, it's, exactly. it's that one added, you know, hey, when the chips are down up or whatever the case may be, you will find out who your real friends and not so much just friends, but who are really there for you. And you will yeah. find that out quickly. And once you start doing that, then you are able to move accordingly. And uh, yeah, so I think that those are definitely aspects that you want to be striving for when you want to start getting yourself out of that tailspin that pulls you away from you know, the self-care that everybody needs to take part in <laughs> at any level. And sometimes, too, not that, I'm sorry, not to go, go ahead, finish your... If no, go ahead, Mm-mm, go ahead. No, what I'm saying, sometimes, too, especially if you're the type of person who is, if that's hard for you to do, mm-hmm. you may have to join, like, a group, mm-hmm. you know, get, like, a, a group of people to kind of help you, to mm-hmm. motivate you, mm-hmm. so y'all can kind of motivate each other mm-hmm. to go, like, into that, in that direction of help, of, self-care yes you know especially if you're trying to let's say lose some weight or trying mm-hmm. to you know um i don't know just trying to to choose you mm-hmm. trying to get, a, get the cholesterol down whatever it is whatever, whatever it is do, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. then yeah. you may need to have people around you mm-hmm. or join groups yeah of some sort mm-hmm. and you know these people are talking about it discussing it mm-hmm. so that you can help with the motivation absolutely when your energy is low you have no motivation to do nothing absolutely absolutely so you may need someone that's going to kind of push you mm-hmm. you may need to go to that gym and get that trainer yeah yeah because something about when you got to pay for it you tend to want to do a little bit more than if just someone is saying it's free that's true that's true 
And even if you're not in a position where that you can do that without a problem, then, you know, there's plenty of things you can do right at home. There's plenty of things you can do right in your local areas, you know, yeah, getting out. YouTube, yeah, absolutely. YouTube and look at some of the exercises that they have. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying sometimes the motivation it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot harder, especially if you're at home. Mm-hmm. It can at be. at home, you have too many things to sit down. You can sit on that couch. So you got to get up. You can sit on that chair. You can go lay on that bed. Yeah. And there's too many things, that, obstacles that will stop you from making those first steps. But you know what's so amazing, though? When you get up out, because you got to get up out either way, and you get outside, yeah. it's amazing how you can <laughs> start to come alive. Something comes alive. You know, now you you're make right. the choice. Either you're going to lean into that or you're going to fight it. I mean, that's that's your choice. But then you're not going to get out of that tailspin that you might find yourself in when you're not really focusing on you. And so with all of those things said, it definitely feels like mostly the theme of this is really choosing you. Right. I mean, we we, we really have identified that in just about almost every section of our conversation today because it is important to choose you. It is okay to choose you. You don't have to be guilty to choose you. You know, you choose everybody else. Exactly. For a reason. Not everybody else care. (laughs) Yes. For a reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so choosing you has to be okay. And, you know, if you, like you said, you're struggling, I think that's really great. Sometimes, you know, you may have to seek outside assistance or help or just have a group of friends, but just make sure that those people are not the ones that are asking for things to do all the time. Cause that kind of defeats the purpose. So <laughs> you got to get out of your inner core. Absolutely. You got to stay out of your inner core, <laughs> um, you know, and really kind of put yourself out there a little bit in which ways that are comfortable. You don't have to, you know, do it in such a big leap, take small steps, you know, but make the step, make the step. And everybody's capable of making the step. So I just love that. I mean, that really does at the end of the day is that theme, you know, choosing you. And what does that mean? Well, you know, saying yes to yourself, you know, saying yes to you, saying yes to what feels good for you, saying yes to what you're able to do, saying yes to how is this going to benefit me if I need to think about how something benefits me. Because again, if something's being taken away from you, such as your time, your energy, your skill set. You need to know how am I going to be able to continue whatever I need to do this thing called my own life at the same time. So saying yes to yourself is highly important. Learning how to say no and not just learning how to say it, but being comfortable and how to say it. And yes, as my dear friend just said, um, saying no may not always be <laughs> in the cajoling way of saying no. Sometimes you got to put a little stake on that, that you do what you need to do. It's, you know, it's called self-preservation. You do what you have to do. And quite frankly, when your back is up against the wall, it's amazing how something kicks into you that says, hey, uh, we're about to yeah. change this scenario. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly right. definitely. So you need to really work on those things. And I think, like I said, choosing you is absolutely the pinnacle of what makes it much easier to start that process of that self-care and self-care. So, you know, when we talk about self-care, self-care, what is that? What is that? How do you do that? Well, we kind of really talked about some scenarios that would inhibit that element, right? Which goes against you taking care of yourself and against you extending yourself out so far outreach without replenishing yourself. So what are some great ways of examples of self-care? Well, you know, Bridget, you made a couple of really good points in that um, as far as 
because I'm very, very closely related to that concept of taking the time to really think of things that you are thankful and grateful for. It's amazing how you can kind of get off course of the negative when you start doing that because it just changes your mindset. It changes that internal dialogue that you are you know, representing or showing up in for yourself. And it can really easily stop that negative mind or that negative brain, so to speak, from running amok in your day. So I think that that is a really you know, great way of looking at how you can, what are the actionable items that come to self-care? I think, you know, reading uh, Bible verses is a great way, taking a moment to, you know, yeah, you know, taking a moment to prayer. One of the things I enjoy doing when I do the Bible verses on a daily basis concept is I'm looking for a specific area of maybe how I'm feeling that day or a specific area that I want to just explore in. And I will find verses that are related to that area. And um, I find it to be very helpful as a kind of a working, you know, element um, and not feeling so overwhelmed. You know, you just take small pieces out of that and you can really uplift yourself so much. Um, I know exercise is a great way for a lot of individuals. Um, meditation is a great way, you know, as well. Um, whatever that is good for you and really makes you the focus, I think, is wonderful. You know, I mean, what do you think are some good examples of that? Um, a lot of, I guess a lot of it is incorporated with the same thing because I know that with me, um, I ended up picking up water aerobics, which mm. is like an exercise. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, listeners, water aerobics is not just for the old people. <laughs> it is it, it's a total body workout. Yeah. You know, especially with the fact that if you have issues, I have mm. issues with my back, mm-hmm. you know, my sciatica. So those things, it doesn't, you know, people who have problems with their knees. All of that, the, the water takes on that weight mm-hmm. of all that pressure that you would be putting on yourself you know, if you were doing traditional exercises. And it, it is a total body workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if you go to someone and they do water aerobics, it is amazing how many calories that you can burn mm. and how sore you feel when you get out that water. Absolutely. You know, and I found myself, I, I don't exercise. When I exercise, it ain't long. Mm-hmm. But I can see myself water. I, I would do, we would do water aerobics for like 45 minutes. And at, even afterwards, mm. it's like there would be like back-to-back classes. Mm-hmm. I would stay for both the classes. Mm. Oh, that's now, lovely. let me tell you something. You know, if it was a regular traditional exercise, I'm leaving. As soon as you tell me class dismissed, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. But for water aerobics, to me, it was something that it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, we're laughing. You know, you don't feel, like I said, you know, the, the weight of, or the aches and pains like you would if you were doing traditional exercising. Mm-hmm. Because that water takes up, it takes on that, you, you, your body is weightless, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're having to fight to do this. So of course, you're using all your muscles. Mm. You know, and it's so gratifying afterwards. Mm. Mm. It makes you keep coming back more and more and more. Right, right. And them old people, <laughs> they show you up. Yeah. They show you up when you be like, you know what, if that old woman over there can do that, you know, and why can I not do that? You know, and it's you're kind of embarrassed. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying you are embarrassed mm-hmm. because you, you know, they got it going on, and you still sit up here struggling and complaining. You know, it, <laughs> exactly. You know, but that's just one of the things that I found that if exercise, traditional exercises, or even gyms, I don't like a gym. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. But if you find other alternatives that that you know you can incorporate to get exercise mm-hmm. that helps right. walking is always the best way to do exercise. oh yes i love you know, walking 
take a walk around your neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, or get a couple of your neighbors together mm-hmm. and you yeah. just walk. If you have children, mm-hmm. you know, get find the, the ladies that are in, you know, that are in your neighborhood with kids. Yes. Put some kids in that stroller and just take off walk. Right. You like to bike, stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. fine. You know, that is great. Mm-hmm. Praying, prayer mm-hmm. is always, yes. to me, hands down, the first thing that you should be doing. Absolutely. Because that in itself is a stimulation of your mind. That yes. That gets you where you need to go because he's going to give you the verses that you need to get you through that day. That's right. You know, he's going to, you know, manifest in you all the all the negativity that you have. Mm-hmm. He's going to pour the positive back in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to give you that energy to be able to go you know, through the day. Yes. And let you know that, hey, the mindset of what you have to your mindset also can be, you know, where you need to a lot of times start. Yes. Sometimes it's not the physical as it is the mental. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so you need to find whatever it is, prayer, you know, um, mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's just simply med- meditation, mm-hmm. or you're just listening to music or sounds or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you can get that's going to put you in a mindset where for those moments, whether it be 30 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes, hour and a half, however you want to do it, mm-hmm. you know, to get you to, to have your, your thinking clear where right. there's nothing in your head right you know you're not the the woes of family the work situation all that stuff is uh, just goes out the door yes whatever it takes for you to to, to center yourself to the point where it's only about you mm-hmm. then you figure out how to do that so right. the points you've made are basically the same points that i would make right right yeah. i already have you know i've added some things to it but it's still the same thing right same category yeah yeah and I mean, it's it's really good to know that you know you have options. You 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 have a variety of, of, of choices to make. So for individuals who are very quick to say, hey, well, you know, I just can't do it. I don't have the time. Blah 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 blah. Okay, well, do you have the time to continue to lose your sanity? Do you have the time to? You know, go through with the steps you need to do to kind of reverse some of whatever damage may occur from overextending yourself will do in the long run because best believe it will. And either you make the time now or I, I, I promise you it will be hard to do it later. <laughs> you know, sometimes when that water under the bridge, you know, notion uh, comes into play, sometimes it can just be too much. You're just taking up water, you know, or you, you feel like that's all you're doing. And, you know, it doesn't take that much effort to really take uh, the time to focus on things that are benefit for you, because even though the effort can be so little, so minuscule um, in those small steps, it just yields you such great results. And, you know, and honestly, if you can change course in doing one thing, you can change course in doing something else. You just have to decide if you're worth it. And I'm here to tell you, you are, you know, um, oh, and yeah, I, and I, you know, and you have you to understand that. Yeah. Because look, the individuals who you may be helping and all that, they know you're worth it. So if that's you why, don't, that's why they keep coming back. Hello, hello. <laughs> they're not choosing you just because, of, and that's another thing. They're not choosing you just simply because they're trying to use you. Mm-hmm. And some may, but still, even with that, even with there, there is still a lesson that's learned. Yes, you are the go-to. Yes, because you got it going on. <laughs> that's right. That's you right. Know, they don't because mm-hmm. of the fact that they did, they would, they would just do it themselves. Hello. But they're coming to you because of the fact that you have it going on. Yeah. So you have to relieve that and understand that for yourself. You know, have it going on for 
yourself. That's, That's right. You have to. You have to. And no, not everybody that you're helping out and doing things for is going to be the extreme of toxicity. So <laughs> there's, no, 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 you know, there's no, definitely no. variations to the situation. But we just want to really, I feel, Bridget, and you, you know, you, uh, tell me if I'm wrong uh, or add whatever you want to add to it. Um, but I think what we're talking about when it comes to that is being self-aware and uh, taking that inventory and really being okay with seeing what's right in front of you and listening yeah. to what's not always being said. Okay, so, you know. Listen, yeah, like you said, listening to that inner voice. Yeah. Like you also reiterated, not everybody is toxic in your life. That's very true. asking you to do something. Right. And they've asked you, let's say, several times. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're using you. Exactly. We're not talking about those people. Exactly. We're talking about the ones that you know that as soon as you ask them for something that you need, <laughs> mm. they crumble. Oh, yeah. You know. Or I don't have you know, time. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know, they just. They just, you know, they float off and they're just like, yes. okay, well, where'd they go? Or, they, you know, they MIA every yes. single time you need something. Yeah, it's amazing how busy they become, huh? <laughs> exactly, you know, so it's just, you know, it's, and the thing about it is throughout the years, you hear mm. about different things, you know, like different people have talked about that I that I take to heart because of the fact that they've, you know, they've inspired certain aspects where it's like you, it makes you think about different things mm -hmm. like Tyler Perry always talks about people in their lives as being trees and leaves and branches mm -hmm. you know and it's like the you know the roots and you know and it's like when you think about that and it's like wow you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying it's like yeah that's true and those leaves I'm telling you come fall those leaves be falling down mm -hmm. there's a reason mm -hmm. there's some fun people in your life that are those leaves they mm -hmm. float off as soon as they they're, they're there for that moment because mm. of the fact they want something from you. Right. But as soon as you need something from them or you ask them for something, it may not even be a need, just like you, you just, you know, you just say, hey, something simple, mm -hmm. you know, they, they fly, they, they fall off, they fly mm. away, you know, yeah. because they're useless. Uh, they're yeah. not supposed to be no type of foundation for you. Right. But you occupy, they've occupied so much of your time mm. that you've made them more consistent than you needed to have made them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and they only were placeholders. Yes. Yes. You know, which should have really even been at the table. Right. No. Oh. You know. He going deep, so, isn't he? Going deep. I'm just saying. They should not have <laughs> even been at the table. Shouldn't even been at the table. Yes. No. Yeah. But yeah. We, but because of the fact that sometimes who we are. Yeah. And who we deem them to be. Yes. You know, if you've put them, you've given them more of a title than they actually deserve. Absolutely. Absolutely. My that's goodness. That's when you take that inventory. Yes. And you need to start checking off people mm -hmm. that's not, you know, that, that, not say that, you know, that everyone has to benefit you. Right. But you know the ones that are toxic. Absolutely. You do. Listen to that inner take voice. Take, 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 take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leo, go ahead and take note of those patterns and listen to that inner voice. Absolutely. Wow. Well, you know what, Bridget? I think that today's conversation in regards to self-care, I mean, I, I'm just telling you, I, I, I'm so glad we had this conversation. I think that, you know, I just think that there's so much to be said for this area. And I think that sometimes we find ourselves in such a, an inability to change course when it comes to ourselves. And, you know, taking this time to kind of really talk these things out and really kind of get to some of the roots of why we may have a hard time doing this. 
Um, this thing called self-care is, is so important. It, it, it's okay to revisit, you know, as many times as you need to, you know, and, and of course doing it with, you know, having a conversation with a, a, a friend such as you is, <laughs> is so nice to get, you know, the different perspectives. And I just think it's always nice that maybe put yourself in a position where you're not only hearing just your voice in every scenario. And I just think that this is so great. So I am so glad that you were able to take the opportunity to join me on um, Motivation Suite because this has been, honestly, this has just been a wonderful conversation. And I'm just so glad that you were able to do this with me. And I thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Of course. I did enjoy it. I really did enjoy it. You know, as I say, there was always room in the suite. So, <laughs> you know, it is always an open door and I'm, I'm hoping and praying and I feel like we're going to be doing many more conversations like this. And I just hope that, um, you know, we will be doing this in a ser- this spirit of um, helping others. And I think that it's always just such a, a great way to start and helping ourselves too, because, you know, it's amazing when you start talking things out, like, you know what, I need to make some changes here myself, you know? <laughs> So I'm yes, like, girl, you know what? I didn't even realize I was doing that. Absolutely. Like, oh my gosh, she's talking about me. <laughs> so yeah, so this is what I hope that is going to be in the spirit of helpfulness for so many, like I said, including ourselves. Well, everybody, you know, uh, again, I am so glad that you were here um, taking a little bit of your time to listen into this very important conversational area of self-care. And of course, I always love to know your comments about this area and some of the things that you may feel or um, point in areas to uh, cover in this particular arena of self-care. So please feel free to leave a comment for us. And, um, you know, I will certainly will make sure I get back to you with that. Um, I would just really love to know your thoughts on that. And of course, you can uh, make sure that uh, you follow uh, Motivation sweet podcast and of course of course i want you to be a part of the community because there's room so you can also uh follow motivation suite with uh, my youtube channel at motivation suite with april um, where we talk about a lot of information and just do things in a lifestyle of enrichment of motivation inspiration and mentorship and you know if you're not able to leave comments um in the actual um platform here for the podcast you can feel free to also instagram me at motivate inspire mentor and again i I am so glad to my wonderful, wonderful, beautiful friend. And I hope that you all continue to do all what is best for you. Of course, always, always be blessed. I thank you for joining us. And until next time, please take care. Remain being safe. Bye.